0: Hi, welcome to my podcast, where today I'll talk about the good news announced to the shepherds, the good news that should always give us great joy as we ponder and treasure the Christmas magic of new life and new hope in the face of the baby Jesus. My name is Tim Harner, I'm a Christian author and apologist, a graduate of Houghton College and of Harvard Law School, where I was an editor of the Harvard Law Review. As an attorney, my primary role has been as a general counsel. Therefore, I call the six books that I've written the General Counsel series. The first four books of the series outline the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, providing scriptural backing for the final installments of the series that outline the history of America and the history of the Church Universal. I post my latest thoughts regularly on my website, timharner.com. For this podcast, please reflect on the question, What gives you the greatest joy as you ponder and treasure the Christmas magic of new life and new hope in the face of the baby Jesus? And now, as I talk about the good news announced to the shepherds about the birth of Jesus, let's pray that the Lord will let the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing in the sight of the Lord our God, who is our strength and our Redeemer. Today's thoughts are based on the chapter, The Shepherds Find Jesus, in my book, Hoping in the Lord. The first people who learned that God always has room in the inn for them were shepherds. They were living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. In the culture of their time, shepherds were looked down upon. Not only were they smelly and dirty, they were not trusted. But God always reaches out to those who are despised and rejected, because in the promised land all peoples will be blessed. So when the time came to announce the birth of his son, God sent angels to some shepherds nearby. The news was broken first by just one angel. The message stressed that Jesus' birth was good news for all people. It was a message of hope for all humanity. Before getting to the heart of the message, the angel first had to reassure the shepherds that they were not in trouble or danger. When an angel of the Lord appeared to the shepherds, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, they were terrified. So the angel's first words to them were, Do not be afraid. I doubt that this one sentence was enough to overcome the fright of the startled shepherds. Nevertheless, the angel plowed ahead with his message. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. It's hard to imagine a message of greater hope. This was indeed good news of great joy. It was good news for more than just a few shepherds on a hillside. It was good news of great joy to all the people. It was more than a promise about something that would come in the distant future. It was good news about something that had happened today. At last, after waiting for centuries, the long promised and long awaited Messiah had been born. Since he was a descendant of King David, he had been born in Bethlehem, the town of David. He was to be a savior. The angel didn't specify what the baby would save the shepherds and all the people from. But such details didn't matter at the moment. It was enough to know that this newborn infant bore the title of Christ, which is Greek for Messiah, and that this baby was the Lord. As the shepherds began to absorb this good news, the birthday party really got going. There had been just one angel— Now suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When God throws a party, he does it right. Imagine the scene as a great company of the heavenly host praised God. The image that appears in your mind will vary with how you like to praise God. For some people, it will be a very staid, formal, stiff affair. The angels will be wearing the celestial equivalent of tuxedos. Other people will picture the celestial equivalent of a rock concert. The angels will be rocking and rolling through the skies with their hands waving in the air, big smiles on their faces, and boisterous amens on their lips. Whatever the celebration looked and sounded like, the message of hope was loud and clear. The angels gave glory to God. The angels proclaimed peace to humanity. This good news was not for just a few people. This good news of great joy was for all the people. No wonder that the spirit of that celebration still touches our hearts each Christmas even though 2,000 years have passed. The angel's message certainly touched the hearts of those shepherds. They had been caught in a dead-end job watching sheep. They had been terrified of the angel. Now they hurried off to see if the message of hope they'd received from the Lord was true. They raced to Bethlehem. The angel had told them that they'd find a sign that the good news was true you will find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And sure enough, the shepherds found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. After their encounter with the baby Jesus, the shepherds could not restrain themselves. They returned to their same old jobs, watching their flocks at night, but they'd caught a whole new spirit, the Christmas spirit, And so, even though the angels were gone, the shepherds kept the celebration going. They returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. The shepherds were not the only ones whose hearts were touched that night. Mary's heart was also touched by the message of hope from the angels and the shepherds. We are told that Mary treasured up all these things, and pondered them in her heart. Like any new mother, Mary had much to treasure and ponder. But it is fascinating to realize that Mary would not have known about the angels celebrating the birth of her son if the shepherds had not been faithful in looking for the baby Jesus. I'm sure Mary had been afraid and discouraged as the pain of childbirth enveloped her and she could not even find room at the inn. I'm sure that just like my wife after giving birth to each of our children, Mary's spirits soared when she held Jesus in her arms that first time and looked into his puffy newborn face. And I'm sure that Mary's sense of wonder and joy must have known no bounds when she learned from the shepherds that the son she'd just given birth to Was as special as she believed. As Mary pondered the humble circumstances of Jesus' birth and the lowly status of the shepherds who sought him, perhaps her thoughts returned to those truths she pondered when she was first pregnant with Jesus, when she endured the shame and stigma of being pregnant before her wedding night. They were words she repeated to her cousin Elizabeth when she went to visit her. We know Mary's words is the Magnificant. God has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. As Mary treasured the news of the angels and shepherds, cuddled her baby, and gazed into Jesus' eyes, her thoughts must have turned to how blessed she was. Like any new mother treasuring the miracle of life and hope she holds in her arms, Mary must have thought, My soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is His name. His mercy extends to those who fear Him from generation to generation. This was good news of great joy that Mary treasured all her life. And it is good news of great joy for us, too. Good news that should always give us great joy as we ponder and treasure the Christmas magic of new life and new hope in the face of the baby Jesus. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. If you did, please share it with a friend and find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as on my website, timharner.com. My book, Hoping in the Lord, contains citations to sources, including the scriptures. Until we are together again, may the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord make his face to shine upon us and be gracious unto us. May the Lord turn his face toward us and give us peace.